You're hearing the Echoes Podcast, and I'm John DiLibretto. Today I've got ambient guitarist David Helpling. He's been recording since the turn of the millennium with solo albums and with John Jenkins on three recordings that were all Echoes CD of the Month picks. His new solo album, Rune, was also a CD of the Month. Helpling says he doesn't know how to categorize his music. My way of making music with the guitar is kind of weird. I'm not really sure that it fits in a genre very well. I don't know that it's an ambient guitar record. It's not really an electronic record. It's definitely not New Age. It's runes, oceans, and ambient guitar with David Helpling ahead. Fly your Echoes colors high, or at least on your chest, with the new 30th Anniversary Echoes t-shirt. It's a black t-shirt with the Echoes logo radiating into space in royal blue. Go to echoes.org and pick up your Echoes t-shirt today. Summer is around the corner, or at least you can imagine it is. And now let's talk Norse runes, ocean dreams, and ambient guitar with David Helpling. David Helpling is a Southern California musician who's been a favorite on the show for about 25 years. He's recorded all his albums on the Spotted Peccary label, noted for their deep ambient music. His three recordings with John Jenkins were all CD of the Month picks. But for his latest solo album, he's gone truly solo, creating an album with a guitar, a bass, and a lot of processing. It's called Rune, and it was the Echo's CD of the Month in January. It's a concept album, a tone poem, based around the Nordic rune for ocean. David Helping is speaking to me on the phone from his home studio near San Diego, which, from previous visits, I'm sure is darkened with only the glow of computer screens and equipment LEDs. Most of his music begins very simply. The, the default mode is to strum that chord and swell it in with the volume pedal and then listen. I spend so much time listening while I'm playing that I let the music decay and, and do all the cool things it does before I play the next note because I, I get so excited creating very unique textures with the guitar that while I'm creating the music, I'm spending a lot of time listening. David Helpling's first albums were more dynamic orchestrations with lots of synthesizers. His early 90s recordings, Between Green and Blue and Sleeping on the Edge of the World, were highly melodic releases that were called Patrick O'Hearn.
his early 2000 recordings with John Jenkins, The Crossing Treasure and Found were elaborate and often propulsive electronic orchestrations. In contrast to these releases, Rune is highly ambient with pulses more than beats and melodies that stretch to infinity. It was recorded with just two instruments. The entire album, everything on Rune, was made with one guitar and a bass. But that undersells the orchestral sweep he created with those instruments because it's not just the sound of a guitar and bass. On Rune, you know, I have, in some cases, you know, 12 or 13 layers of guitars that are playing all these different roles. Listen to Helpling dissect the track Glass and you'll realize why a guitar and bass can sound like an electro-symphonic orchestra. Remember those guitar strums he talked about? The first thing you hear on Glass is a harmonic strum. You know, you're, I'm playing a certain few harmonics and that's going into a volume pedal, uh, a compressor to give me sustain and to keep everything thick and warm sounding. Then it goes into a little noise reduction. So as I have the volume pedal wide open, it doesn't turn into a hiss fest. Then it goes through a stereo delay pedal from Strymon called the Timeline. And then it goes into a reverb pedal from Strymon called the Big Sky. And then I go right out of that into my uh, my DAW, you know, my recording system on the computer in stereo. So I hit that strum and I have some really long delays and, and they're modulated, of course, to create that sort of chorusy sound over time. And then that goes through a really long shimmering reverb. And then that's one stereo track of many on glass. David Helpling is a musical omnivore. He was initially inspired to play guitar, listening to The Edge, the guitarist with U2. He confesses to dialing up bands like Journey, Def Leppard, and Dokken when he's just listening to music. But you know he has a different sensibility when he describes a song like Glass as poppy. Glass is the most poppy track on the album because it's in a major key and it's kind of tender and it's a bit sad and it has all of the things you know it has the bass it has the middle it has the top it has rhythmic parts
is a conceptual album, it starts with a Norse rune that signifies the ocean. Well, the concept, everything came from this one rune, and I've been really enamored with this particular rune and the meaning of it for a long time. Um, I'm not a scholar by any means of any of this stuff, but um, the Norse mythology is so powerful and so fantastical and fantasy driven. And then when I discovered the rune, very simple symbol with all straight lines represented this massive physical and spiritual concept and a way that the Scandinavian peoples thought of the ocean and what it represented for them. And all of that concept totally spoke to me personally and physically. And I was like, man, I'm just gonna make a bunch of music that, is, that sounds like it's underwater. Like a lot of supposed concept albums, the inspirations that Helpling cites actually came before the music. In that regard, it's like a classical tone poem, just with processed electric guitar instead of an orchestra. When Helpling titles a song like Under the Shallow Sea, that's what he's composing. But I wanted to try to create a song that sounded and captured cold Scandinavian waters in stillness, but deep under the ocean. And if you really listen to it, there's two alternating really long waves of, they're almost like two um, chords that really swell up and very slowly fade away. And then a higher chord comes in and they're sort of pushing and pulling throughout the song until the melody finally emerges in the, the I guess, the third act or whatever. David Halpling's albums have always had an aura and unifying effect from the song titles to the cover designs to the sonic cohesion of the music. But he feels that the concept of Rune, from Daniel Pipitone's aquatic, vaguely tribal cover to the music itself, forms a richer experience. You know, by the time I was finished with the album, I had these eight tracks that were all created like as I sat down and played all the parts on real instruments, it was all about the Rune and about the ocean and the destructive, harsh, cold force of the ocean, but also the nurturing, life-giving part at the same time. And to put those two feelings together made for really rich uh, music.
David Helpling's music was tossed in the New Age category when he began in 1996, and some might still call it that, but not Helpling. My way of making music with the guitar is kind of weird. I'm not really sure that it fits in a genre very well. I don't know that it's an ambient guitar record. It's not really an electronic record. It's definitely not New Age. David Halpling's latest album is Rune, out on the Spotted Peccary label. It was the Echo's CD of the Month in January. If you want to add David Helpling's Rune to your collection, go to our website at echoes.org, and I'll have a link for it in the posting for this podcast. You can also read my review of that album up there. And if you want to get great albums like this every month, join the Echoes CD of the Month Club. David Helpling's Rune was our January selection. All India Radio's Eternal was in December, and Hans Christian's After the Fall is our February pick. Check them out at echoes.org, then sign up for the Echoes CD of the Month Club. Next week on the Echoes podcast, a candid interview with two-time Grammy winner, pianist Peter Cater. I'm John DiLibretto. Thanks for dialing up the Echoes podcast. Don't forget to do your part to help us continue bringing you great music. We really can't do it without you. Donate at echoes.org. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org, O-R-G. See you next week, tonight, on the radio somewhere in the country or online right now on Echoes. <laughs>